0: So like, being alone is sometimes the best teacher. Like, pain is the best teacher. Like, the pain has made me become a better person. Like, I guarantee, like, people will see me now and be like, wow, like, this quarantine already changed him a lot. You know, it's just like he's become more mature. Because right before quarantine, like, I was thinking about this stuff like this, but I wasn't really, like, going at it. I was, like, more distracted by everything. School and, like, sports and everything. But then, like, this quarantine happened. I just, it made me live in reality and I was like wow like I need to fix things like fast because during school i would just go to school have a baseball practice work out go home and my parents would be sleeping by the time I got home so like sometimes I wouldn't even see them and so it was just like being able to see them now I've been trying to build a better connection with them but it's just like when I'm feeling lonely and stuff it's like my mind isn't always the best
1: welcome to taking off the mask my name is ashanti branch and i'm really glad you've joined us today's guest is justin odom Uh, he's a high school senior here in the bay area uh, and he's a thinker he's a filmmaker and he's doing some amazing work at his school right now um I got introduced to Justin by a young man who's in Taiwan who I'm kind of mentoring but also who used to live here in the Bay Area and it's just amazing turn of events has allowed Justin to be not only be a part of the million mask movement but he is bringing the million Mask movement to his school and the leadership class is taking the Million Masks Movement to the rest of the school. And Ashley's going to be starting really, really soon, before the end of the year. And so we're here in 2020, the end of the year. So many things are going on, but there's some fire uh, burning in his belly of like helping other young people going through what he may have went through. I met Justin after he created his own video on his YouTube channel, Justin Relates. Um, and his latest video is about called Hiding Behind Our Masks. Uh, which is about the Million Mask Movement, and you're gonna when you watch it, you'll see masks that we that he goes and talks to people about their mask. Such a beautiful piece he's created. In um, his first piece you know, on his channel, you'll see him telling his own personal story of battle, of feelings, and not talking about it, but also hitting some breaking points. And so I hope that you will check him out. You'll see all the information in the show notes. Um, but what I really want you to be listening to in this conversation is a young man who is taking what he's learned, and sharing it with others. If you haven't yet had a chance to make a mask, I'm inviting you to go to www.100kmasks.com. That's a www.100kmasks.com and create a mask and join this movement. And if you like what you hear, share it with somebody. If you know a young person or an older person, a, a man in our community that we should talk to, please let us know about him. And we look forward to being... Um, with you in this movement of helping men and boys and young men talk about what's going on behind the mask. So enjoy this conversation. Look forward to seeing you soon. Ever forward. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. Um, Today's guest is Justin Odom. Um, He's a high school senior. And um, I'm going to let Justin introduce himself. I'm really excited to be on this call with him. You know, uh, Justin and I got introduced. He's right here in the Bay Area where I live, but I got introduced to him by a young man in Taiwan. How amazing is that? Like a young man from Taiwan said, hey, I think you should meet this young man. And that's right here next to where I live. Like, how amazing. So, Justin, why don't you tell everybody, introduce yourself, tell them, you know, where you're from and just, uh, give, just give, give them whatever you want them to know about you.
0: Okay. Um, my name is Justin Odom. Uh, I'm friend of the Bay Area. Um, I'm currently going to Encina High School and honestly, over quarantine, I've just felt like a passion to help others out and start doing my own little film, start a YouTube channel. and I've also partnered up with you guys to bring the A Million Mask Movement to my school and hopefully spread it out even more.
1: Man, and that's been super amazing. So, you know, for those out there, one of the things that we realize in this work is that the more that we can help people in their own community use this work, then it grows. Like he, you hear what Justin said, he's like leading it at his high school. And now his entire high school is going to participate in the Million Mask Movement. And then the idea is that potentially they're gonna help other schools in their own district to then participate as well. So imagine if you could be a part of something that you to get inspired by, and then you can go out and help others to experience it as well. So. Um, Justin, I'm really excited. And thank you for leading the charge. You know, I'm, I'm excited about your student leadership um, Grew Seem really excited. Um, and so this work, you know, th- this mask, like when you first, when was the first time you made a mask? When was the first time? I know you made one before, and we're going to make one again together live. But when was the first time you made one?
0: Well, um, actually in freshman year, we, um, we had a class called Digital Citizenship. And basically, there's a documentary, and I realized you were in it. It's called The Mask You Live In. And we actually took a little time to make our own mask. And it was like, I don't know, it was crazy because it was anonymous too. And we just all wrote on a piece of paper. And then she was like, okay, write three words on the front, three words on the back. And it was like the first time. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I like this because freshman year, like, I was super lost because I had pneumonia. And I, like, I came back and I was like, man, like, there's so much work to catch up on. I was just like, I give up, and so then uh, um, when we did the mask, it just felt like the whole room was more connected. Like when she was reading out the she wasn't reading out the names because we couldn't write our names, but like just to see everyone's reaction when she's like, oh yeah, someone's feeling lost, someone's feeling lonely. It's just like you could tell people were like had a sense of sorrow, like sorrowness in them. And it's like everybody just felt like sympathetic for each other. And it's like you could tell just the whole I would say, like, I don't know, the whole, like, mood around the whole classroom just, like, settled down, and everyone seemed like they were there for each other. It was, like, it was a good experience, and I was, like, that's when I was, like, man, I was, like, I want to like, start documentaries like this, and like, do little films that would help others out around the world.
1: Man, I did not know that. I did not know that you made a mask before I came to your leadership class. So that's amazing. Yeah. And it's also amazing that you had the chance to not only bring it to your, like you was experienced as a freshman and now as a senior, you're back again and you get to share it with them even more. That, that's really exciting. And I, and I appreciate you for that. I appreciate you for that. I believe that that is what's gonna help us to absolutely make a difference in, in our communities, right? When, when people see it, and maybe they got to see it twice, you know, maybe as a freshman, you weren't ready to take on leadership, right? You were trying to figure out just to lead yourself. But imagine like right now being able to not only say, well, you know what, now I want to I take this to other students. Maybe there's a, a freshman right now who's going through what I went through as a freshman and I can support him or, or him or her, right? Exactly. Um, so, ma'am, you know, one of the things that we do in this work um, is we ask people to draw these masks. And so maybe what you and I can do first is go ahead and do that. Was there anything else you want to say before we jump in?
0: No. Okay.
1: Well, you know, one of the things we're trying to do also in this podcast is we're trying to figure out how do we create more experience um, that we just go right in, right? Because sometimes we have a longer talk before, and sometimes we have just we go right into the work, you know? Yeah. So now we'll get a chance to jump right into the work. So here's what we're gonna do. So. You have, a, you have a piece of paper? You have your piece of paper? Yeah, I got okay, it. Great. So we have the paper folded in half. Okay, great. Um, okay. And if you're out there and you want to make a mask, what you're going to do is you gonna you can go to www.100kmasks.com. That's www.100kmasks.com. And you can create your own mask. And you can be a part of this global movement. And uh, what we're going to do together is we're going to actually go through the activity together and we invite you um, if you're interested to do that as well, and so there's three steps. It's one picture plus six words. We tell people it's really simple: one picture and six words. If you want to write more than six words? Perfect, great. But if you only got six, great. Um, and it's gonna seem really easy, and then maybe it may not be as easy as it sounds. Okay. So the first step. Do you know the first step, Justin? How about you've done this a couple of times or at least once? Yeah. What was the What's the first step that we're gonna do? We're gonna
0: draw the mask, and then we're gonna put. Three words of what we show people, like our true emotions or not true emotions. What we want people to see about yeah. us. Yeah.
1: Let's stop there. Don't hide. That was that was perfect. Actually, you already know it. So let's tell people the first step. What's the first step?
0: Uh, to draw a mask and then just write three words of what you want to show people about yourself.
1: Okay. So actually, you you're telling actually you're doing great because you're telling people both steps. That's first one and two. So that's even oh, okay. easier, right? So our first step on the which side are we drawing the mask? Which side? Uh, left. Left side. Okay. So let's go ahead and take a couple of minutes and let's draw a mask. Okay. You already get your mask drawing? You still drawing?
0: I got the first side. And then the right side, we just write words, right?
1: Yeah. Well, let's, um, I, I haven't done step two yet. So I'm going to, step one was to draw the mask. And step mm-hmm. two was on the same side where the mask is, what we're going to write. Three words that we show people. Yeah. I there. put it
0: on my mask.
1: Okay, there are there are three words like or that are uh, characteristics or qualities of yourself that you want people to see that you gladly let people see, right? So yeah, and I'm gonna you're already get ahead of me, so let me go ahead and write those. I'm gonna go um. Okay, so now I got my words on the front. I got my picture of the mask. And I got words on the front, which are qualities I gladly let people see. And then the third step is which what's the third step? To write
0: three words that you truly like feel or characteristics that you don't let people see or struggles. Yeah,
1: beautiful, beautifully said. Things, the struggles, things that you normally don't let people see. It could be like more of your truth, right? So that goes in the back. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. So now we're we're at the we're at the the, the reveal part. Right? We made the mask and now you get a chance to decide who goes first. So we're going to first share the front of our mask and then we'll share the back. And so who would you like to go first?
0: I want to see your mask.
1: Okay. I'll go first. Okay. All right. So I only have one one image drawn. Um, I'll go, I'll fold it back this way so you can just see the front. So try and get the light right. So this is the front. Oops. The front says, let me get that. How about how about that? The front says funny, serious, and hardworking. Those are the front of my mask. The funny, serious, hardworking. I think, uh, you know, I like to laugh. I love to, I love humor. I love, I don't try, I don't like humor at the expense of somebody else. I don't I don't think it's funny to make fun of people. Cause I, you know, I think growing up, I a lot of people make fun of me. And now I was the, like the butt of the jokes. <laughs> And that didn't feel good, so I like people to laugh, but not at, not at the expense of. I may talk about myself, but it's not like I'm making fun of that person. So those people will laugh. That's not the kind of funny that I like. I just think that it's good to laugh. It feels good to, to enjoy a chuckle or a joke or something that's you know it's appropriate or whatever. But um, serious, I'm also really serious. Like I'm, I think sometimes I'm intense. Sometimes you know people on my team they they know that I'm really intense, um, and sometimes. I'm my intenseness. I try and make it funny, which then makes it not really clear what I'm actually asking for. Like if I'm really telling somebody, Hey, I need you to step up with something. I need you to do this. I'll be saying it kind of, la- kind of like in a funny way. Cause I want to make it light and easy. Um, I realized that that's actually not really good to mix those two. Sometimes like sometimes yeah. when you're being really serious, like you need to be really clear. And I've been working on that. And um, then working. like I, I work hard. And so something hard working, I think it started when I was really young, taking care of my siblings, you know, um, my my father died before I was born. So my mom, you know, it was just us. And, you know, after my my next brother was born, my sister then my brother at seven years old, I was responsible for helping take care of the house and take care of my siblings. And I was cooking and cleaning and washing and all, I mean, those just pay me for some people just normal chores, but I, I felt like I had like a lot of responsibilities really young, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and I still today I'm really a hard worker I can work hard and I can work hard for a long time Um, I'm not as you know as good at like directing people to do do stuff as good I'm getting better at that Um, Mm -hmm. but I know what it means to work hard and so also it's you know for some people if they're not working hard like I can feel I feel that and I may make a judgment about it because because I work really hard I sometimes may push people harder than they're ready to be pushed you know because their idea of hard work is different than mine you know so that's uh that's the front of my mask yeah so how about you
0: okay well i actually gave me an idea about the serious part so i put can you see it yeah (laughs) so i put funny serious and protective um yeah with my friends too i guess I, I don't know, over quarantine, it's like I'll have my days where I'm moody and everything, you know, but it's like, I just won't go out or anything. But when I go out, I just try to bring like light and energy, like no matter what, like I'm always trying to, I don't know, make someone else laugh. Like that's what my life is about. I'd rather see someone happy before I see myself happy. I mean, I know it's not the best thing, but it's like that's just how I've been raised to just not just not be selfish and just care about somebody else before like worrying about myself it's just like not being greedy basically so like I'd rather be making the jokes and helping other people laugh and hopefully boost their day up yeah. and then also yeah I changed mine to serious because you were right like a lot of people at school or something like I'm not I'm not I used to be like very outgoing but then like a lot of stuff just happened so it was like more like I'm just to myself now and yeah. it's like I don't know, sometimes, like, I'm not, like, the serious, like, sometimes I'm not serious, like, if it's a good day, you know, I'm not trying to be, like, negativity or anything, but it's, like, I take what I do serious, so, like, I don't know, like, with the filmmaking and everything, I'm taking that very serious now, and it's, like, I take, I take, like, like you said, like, people messing with people I love or care about, I take that serious, and that's leading to my third one, which is, like, protective. If I, like, if I love someone, like, I'm gonna protect them with all I have. Like no matter what, like I'll I'll die for someone I love. Like it's like it goes that deep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm, take a take a deep breath, man. That was awesome. I have a question. Um, what was the word that you crossed out when you put serious?
0: It was supportive. Mm. But like I don't know. Some people can see me as supportive, but it's like, if I know someone's doing the wrong thing, I'm not going to be supportive about it. So it's like, that's where like the serious part comes. It's like a contradicting thing. It's like, I'm either supportive or I'm serious. So like someone's wanting to do something wrong. It's like, no, like, just don't do that. But if they're like, Oh, I'm going to do this. And it's like a good idea. I'm like, go for it. Yeah. You know,
1: that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful that you like if. So first of all, thank you for doing that. How how did that feel? Like how did that how did that feel like you made it once as a freshman, you maybe made it once maybe a month or two ago when we when I met with your class, but how was it right now making a mask like right now like in this in this space?
0: I mean, it felt different because I mean like even from that month ago like things have changed already. So yeah. it's like like life is changing day by day so like every day i adapt to something new but it's like i'm always keep true to myself
1: yeah well here's here's the next part of our truth right here's the the other side yeah okay so here we go this is uh, let me get the right angle of the light so it doesn't like blast people okay here we go uh that's like bright so bright (laughs) what's going on with the light okay Oh, wait, uh, I just had it. Okay, yeah, right, right there. there. It is. there is. Okay. So uh, fear of failure, um, sadness about death, and childhood trauma. And um, yeah, I think, you know, when I think about this mask and I think about, like, how hard I work and then the fear of failure, I think the one that reckon, like resonated with me really today, we were on this holiday week where I'm thinking, like, okay, I'll take the week off. Um, but I don't really, I don't really take the week off because I like, I got so many things I'm like working on projects and I'm like, okay, my fear of failure is like, okay, you, you just, you can gotta keep going and keep going and keep going. And so this morning I had like five meetings already. Right. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, is this a, it's not really a holiday for most people. It's only a holiday for schools, but I'm, I sometimes think I'm still in that school schedule, you know? Um, and so I think like this idea, like I'm trying to find a balance between that fear of failure and like the truth that i don't believe that i'm good enough right sometimes right Mm -hmm. that i feel like if i don't work super hard that people can call me lazy and then it must mean i'm not working hard enough which then must mean that i don't really want the goals that i say i want and so i think i i go dance back and forth between like the feeling of like man like i don't want to be a failure like and so i work so hard like right um and then it also comes times in the place of like when i think about the sadness about death and childhood trauma. Like I, I always thought that at some point I would get over it. The sadness about my father's death, right? My father passed away before I was born. So I never met him, but I always felt like I was missing him. Yeah. Right. And growing up, I didn't have place to talk about feelings too much. You know, my mom was really loving and caring, but we didn't sit around talking about how you felt. It was just mm-hmm. go wash this, go clean that, go do that, finish those chores, do your homework, go take care of your sister, take her out to the play. Like, what? What? We got time to talk about the fact that I feel worried or sad or all the drama that was going in my own little, you know, elementary, middle school life, right? So mm-hmm. I just kept it all together. I just, the, the, I kept all those emotions back. I didn't talk about them, especially not any the childhood trauma, the really yeah. painful things that happened. So yeah. You know, this is, this is, um, this is real. And I'm, and I think it's some of these, these things have been blocking me from writing this book, right? The fear mm-hmm. of failure. Like I'm, I'm not writing the book. I'm in the book writing process, but I always find myself like not doing some other stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's easier to go and check some emails and, you know, have a conversation with a young person than it is to sit down and write. I think a fear. Yeah. I'm, I think have a fear of failing at writing the book. <laughs> so I'm, I'm purposely doing other stuff that's important, but it's not writing the book. yeah, so if I don't have the book, no one can it can't be a failure. So yeah. I think I'm working through breaking through those walls right now. So um, I'll stop there for now. That's the back of my mask
0: I would, I would say to take the risk, make the book because like, I don't know, I just read a quote the other day, and it's like the biggest risk we take is not taking the risk at all. It's like, it's so true and my, oh. I was just talking to my uh my father like the other day I mean me and him we talk but it's like here and there you know Yeah. I, we live together but he works like all day like he yeah he, he, I, I gotta like I appreciate him a lot yeah. but it's like he is like honestly because I've been talking a lot about like uh oh did my camera go off for a little
1: Oh, you okay it's okay
0: oh, okay. I don't know, potential spam, but um, <laughs> we um, I don't know. I just I just been th- thinking about like my future a lot, and he's like, honestly, just take whatever risk. He's like, because if you don't take one at all, you'll never know. Like, you can it, it could go bad or it can go good. He's like, but you can't be the one to change it. He's like, just let it happen. Yeah,
1: that's beautiful. That's beautiful that he's encouraging you to take risks. You know?
0: Yeah, but no, yeah, you should. You should drop a book you should write one i'll for sure read it
1: okay well maybe i maybe you have to help me write an excerpt in it
0: all right i mean yeah
1: okay Uh, i took
0: took ap english
1: (laughs) (laughs) awesome well maybe that'll be a good uh a good way for yeah okay i got you okay all right all right let's do it let's do it let's do it
0: gotta motivate you
1: (laughs) thank you brother that means a lot you know i think that's that's powerful, right? Thank you for that. Those words, right? I think sometimes even in our biggest goals, like sometimes we just gotta help somebody help us talk us through it, right? Mm-hmm. And and those that were that means a lot from you who know me just a little bit to say, no, do it. Go after it." Right? Like, yeah. Those are. I think sometimes we just need it. We just need to hear it, right? Yeah. And it may not. And it may not mean we're gonna. I have now overcome the, the fear, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it also says, but man, what's holding you back? Like, well, the risk would be not to write it, and then all of a sudden you'd be wondering what would have happened. What would have happened? Mm-hmm. I could have had a – I could have – I could have – I should have – I would have. Yeah. And then – Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: there's so much you could lose. I mean, either way, you could lose a lot. That's
1: right. That's right. But so I might as well as lose on them. Take the risk. There you go. Okay. I a- hear you. I hear you, motivator. I hear you, Justin. Yeah. All right. All right. Dropping some nuggets right here. Yep. All right. Well, maybe now is your turn. Okay. So
0: for mine, I put, can you see it? I yeah. put I'm lost, lonely, and depressed. For like the lost part, it's more like in my own mind. It's like about my future and everything. Because I know I'm not gonna be like. Uh, straight to a four-year university because you know like family like income and stuff like i'm not trying to pay so much debt in my future either so it's just like, i've been looking for other way like other outlets to where i could hopefully put a future for myself and be able to help my own family out because like everyone in my family like we're not the most money gifted people so it's like we all struggle like every day like my auntie and uncle like my dad's siblings like they both they're both single parents raising like five kids together and they're working like all day, every day. And it's like, if I was just having the ability to help them out, I would like do that right away. And it's like, same with my grandparents, like my, uh, my grandpa, he's like a military veteran, but he's not like the most like knowledgeable person. So he doesn't use it. Like, because you can get like discounts and everything. Like he's just like, "Eh, it's whatever, you know, but he's struggling like every day because he's like not taking the risk to go get the thing he wants you know and honestly it's just like in my life like I'm just lost like a lot of people I don't know it's just like it leads to the lonely part it's like friends they come and go for me it's like I feel like I probably only have like one or two real friends but it's like those are the true friends like if I was to make it big or something like i'd for sure bring them along with me just for keeping me up while i was always down or something but um no yeah it's just like life i mean i feel like being alone is sometimes the best teacher like pain is the best teacher like the pain has made me become a better person like i guarantee like people will see me now and be like wow like this quarantine already changed them a lot you know it's just like he's become more mature because right before quarantine like I was thinking about this stuff like this, but I wasn't really, like, going at it. I was, like, more distracted by everything in school and, like, sports and everything. But then, like, this quarantine happened. I just, It made me live in reality. And I was like, wow, like, I need to fix things, like, fast. Because during school, I would just go to school, have baseball practice, work out, go home. And my parents would be sleeping by the time I got home. So, like, sometimes I wouldn't even see them. And so it's just, like, being able to see them now. I've been trying to build a better connection with them. But it's just, like, when I'm feeling lonely and stuff, it's, like, my mind isn't always the best. And um, I think that leads into, like, my depression. I've been, I've been dealing with that ever since my grandma died. And like you said, like, losing a family member or someone to death, like, it hits you a lot. Because when we, like... We're struggling to, you know, like, live in our own place. We live with her. And uh, it was, like, a little, it, no bedrooms, just kitchen, one like, one little r- living room and a bathroom. And, I mean, it made me, even though I was so young, like, when I got older, it was, like, man, like, I was grateful to even have that, you know. And like I would hide it. Like, that's, like, back in, the like, elementary, I used to tell people, like, oh, I live in this mansion because I went to school in, like, Bay Farm, and those kids all have money. And it's like I'm the only one here, like I don't know it. like I don't have the same shoes that everyone else has. Like, I just had one pair. And um like I said, it made me just feel grateful and it just like opened my eyes to see just like I'm glad I can even walk, like even breathe. You know, and even though some people like they get into the point where it's like, oh, if I just end it here, like all the pain will go away. But, like, my whole thing is, like, man, like, no matter how how far I've been down and, like, even if I had those thoughts, it's, like, I can't, like, I can't disappoint. And that's, like, the failure part. So, like, a lot of my stuff connects to you, too, which is pretty cool to me. And then, um yeah, it's, like, the failure. Like, I made promises, like, to my parents. I was, like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be rich one day and I'm going to just help you guys get out, you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, I can't fail them and it's just, like, yeah, Um, but, like, the first part, just the loss, it's just, I'm just lost in my mind, because I think too much, I I overthink, like, you're my ex-girlfriend, she would always be like, man, you think way too much, and it's just, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't really see it as a problem, but, like, I guess people do nowadays, but it's, like, I don't know, whenever I overthink about some situation, it always ends up happening, like, how I overthink about it, so it's, like, It's weird because a lot of people are like, they get annoyed by it or something. But a lot of the time, it's just what really happens. And so it's like, I don't know. And then that just leads to depression, too. It's like you see something from a mile away, but you just don't want to believe it will happen. You know? And so, like, yeah, when people, like, leave me or something, it's just like I see it. But it's still like you still hold on to them. And it's like, oh, I care so much about them. I can't just move on yeah you know so it's like I've lost friends lost a girlfriend like but honestly at the end of the day you just need to focus on yourself and love yourself and that's what my father always told me he's like man you're not gonna be able to love anyone until you love yourself mm-hmm. he's always like yeah. you see me every day like I mean, even if me and your mom argue he's like man I'm gonna always be myself and be the best person I can be and just keep working on myself so I mean all of his advice is what's like hitting me now. Cause he told me that when I was like 12, yeah. so I was like, I'm starting to grow into
1: it. And yeah. First of all, I want to say, man, that was beautiful. And thank you for, for sharing that. I think, um, you know, the first time I heard of you and a little bit of your story was when you, when you started making those videos, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did, did when you, when you were brave enough to tell your story and you clicked, you uploaded it to YouTube, and then you were clicking like, okay, it takes you to all those steps, right? It's like, yeah, Oh, yeah. do you want to put a, do you want to put a header and a footer? Do you want to put blah blah? And you're just like, yeah. Do I want to publish now or schedule for later? Like, what was that feeling like to like, because you were you you let your heart out on that video. You know? I still
0: remember that day like it was yesterday. I was actually um, I filmed the video like a month before, right when I got the camera. I was like, oh, man, yeah. I was like, because I was just so like, lost, like, it was just, like, I was overwhelmed by everything happening, it was just, like, I don't know, it wasn't feeling like I had anybody, and then I was, like, man, I just gotta, you know, if I share my story, I know there's so many other people out there that are feeling the same way, and so like, if I could get those people to share theirs, then more people will connect, and it's, like, maybe I could even make new friends or something, you know, have people that I could care about, because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, my life, like I said, is just all about caring, like, I want to care about someone, you know, it's just like I wanna make sure someone's doing good. But um that day that I finalized all the edits and everything, I um I had it like sitting on my phone, like the YouTube studio. And it was like I went to went to like this spot with my friends and we we're just biking around. You're like, Oh, when are you gonna post a YouTube video? I was like, Man, I'm gonna post it. I was like, I'm gonna post that at five. And I leave my house at like four thirty. And then it's five, and they're like, wait, did you post a video? I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, uh, I'm going to post that at, like, six. And so we just bike around, and they're like, man, we are you going to post a video? I was like, oh, at seven, you know? So it just kept going later and later. And then I was like, they're like, dude, just do it. I was like, you know what? I was like, it's all or nothing. And that's where the risk came in. I was like, it's either, you know, people are going to judge me or they're just going to understand and I'm gonna be able to connect with even more people. And honestly, I'm very glad I took the risk because I had – a lot of people shared their story with me too. And it was like, it was crazy because uh, like I had a lot of notification and it took me like three days to respond to everyone. But it was like, I was going, I was like doing my best. I, I was staying until like five in the morning, just responding to people. And so like, it was, it was a crazy experience, but it came with a lot of like overwhelming too. Cause like my parents never knew about it or anything. So mm-hmm. they found the video and my, mother was just very sad for like a couple of days So it was like yeah. even though I helped a lot of other people it's like people closest to me like it hurt them you mm. know and it was like so I like took a little break but I'm going back to doing it like this month with yeah. the mask video <laughs>
1: yeah man you know I was thinking about that so when you said that you know your mom saw the video and then she felt upset or hurt that she didn't know about it. Like, what, what, what is your feeling about that now? Thinking back, like, like, you know, that's that, that's that win and loss. Like, it's like the yin and yang, right? It's like, okay, yeah. these things are going to be like, going to be some positive outcomes from this. And there's also going to be some things that are more, maybe not, maybe going to hurt first. Right. Yeah. But ultimately, I think it's in that space of like you liberating yourself, right? Like, right, because it's really about you finding you're, 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 you're about to be an adult. If it was like a thousand years ago, you'd already be an adult. You'd be a warrior. You'd be a hunter. You'd have a probably already be having making kids, right? Like, it's only now in this Western world where we have like, well, between 13 and 18, you're just adolescent. You have no responsibility really, right? But there's real stuff happening in those years real life happening there's real challenges happening and so um what do you feel about it now you know in the moment you know her having hurt feelings about it but what do you feel about it now about taking that risk and like letting let letting yourself get free right yeah yeah
0: i mean that's exactly what i told them like my dad like my father he's always been like he's been like treating me like i'm a grown man since i was like 14 he's like man like you're gonna be gonna come faster than you think and so like he him he gave me a phone call because i was still out with my friends i stayed out that night and he's like mm-hmm. man he's like honestly he's just like i wish you would have been truth like truthful with me he's like why do you have to hide it blah blah i mean we talked and he understood like he understands like even with being like a teenager nowadays there's like i don't know we're in a generation where it seems like everybody is like very depressed or something yeah and it's like I don't know. I don't know what the, it might be the coronavirus right now. It might be, I don't know. It just seems like everyone's down. and A lot yeah. of people are lost and it's like all the suicide rates are going up and everything. And it's just like, I don't know. For me, I don't want somebody else to go through that pain. It's yeah. like, I felt it and I don't want other people to. So it's like, I don't know. I'm, I told my parents basically that, you know, I was like, honestly, it's not, I, was like, I don't really care about like, like, how it's going to affect me or anything. I was like, I'm just, I just know there's going to be other people on the outside, like, who are wanting to share their story. And I, my mom and dad, they're, like, they're understanding. Like, they're open people. So, like, it's, like, at first they were upset and my mom was still upset. And she was like, why'd you do this, blah, blah. I was like, honestly, like like I said, it's not for me, it's to help other people out. I was like, if I can come out, I was like, anyone can. And, like, people always, like, even at school, like, I'd come upset some days and people like, you good? I'd be like, I'm perfect, you know? But was like, man, I was not. I was super close to just losing it. Like, yeah. sometimes I just go home and just lose it. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, my, my mother, she was, like I said, she was upset, but I feel like I'm a very, I'm a very, like, talkative person, so yeah. I can, like, persuade people. You know, not in a no, bad way, but, like, yeah. it's, like, I can influence them to just trust me. Like I'm a trustworthy person.
1: Do you think that just out of that, in that part, do you think that she was more worried about how people were going to see you or was she feeling like it was some blame on her? Do you know which one Uh, she was feeling?
0: It it wasn't how people were going to be on me. It was the blame on her. Like she was like, what could I have done? You know, like i'm sorry and then she's like you want like you want to go to therapy blah blah like she just gave me options and everything but I was like honestly like as long as i just got like supportive parents or something you know yeah. it's like that's all that matters I, was like, I don't i'm like if i can talk in front of a camera like, i don't need to talk to a therapist i was like and that's i was like that costs a lot of money i was like save your money for something else you know i was like i've been through it and that was the thing like that was a, I guess, positive, but negative, like, thing about me holding it for so long, because, like, yeah. there's some points where I'll just get through it, and then I'll know it just hit again, Yeah. And so, I mean, that's yeah. how it's been during this quarantine, like, sometimes I'll be cool, I mean, I wouldn't say full of happy, like, I've been trying, like, differentiate, like, what's happiness. happiness, like, compared to me just getting distracted by things, you know, like, hanging out and stuff, so it's just, like, I think, yeah, I don't know. It was, like, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was a good and a bad thing. Like, it was a risk, but I feel like at the end of the day, it's more of a positive thing. It helped me become more mature. It helped my mom and dad understand, like, what I was going through. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, first of all, I want to just say I'm very proud of you for that, and I appreciate you. You actually inspired me to, like, like I told uh, one of my, my team members, I said, look, I got a bunch of videos in my phone that I've made over the years and I just don't share them. Like I just been yeah. like, and I, and I, and I've started sharing more of them, but I'm still uh-huh. like, I've like a hundred plus more than a hundred, let's say yeah. way more than hundred. <laughs> but I'm like, ah, that's, that one's not going to be good. Oh, that one's not going to, uh, who wants to hear what I got to say. And I remember when I watched your video, I was just like, First of all, it was edited really nice. First of all, that was I, I don't have that kind of Thank skill, you. but nonetheless, yeah. just the fact that you were sharing from your heart was really powerful. And I think this idea of like uh, the, I think it was a book that says present over perfect. Mm-hmm. What if I don't worry about trying to make it perfect? What if I don't make a, a plan in my mind that I need a video that's going to go viral? What if I just have a video that's true for me? Yeah. When you when you when you made that video, when I saw it, I was like. How courageous and how, how how beautiful that was. So I just want to first honor you for just being courageous around sharing some of your truth. Right. And I think Thank you. and I'm glad that you did. And I hope that also that you don't if your mom is offering you therapy that you when you need it, you go to it. Don't underestimate the need. And mm-hmm. Having just even having somebody to talk to about it, so it may mean just yeah. have a friend, right? It may mean mm-hmm. uh, a friend that you can like really take off the mask with and really get real, because sometimes we just need to let some of that that steam out, right? Exactly, that's no, like we,
0: the whole thing. Yeah, like when she was like, "You want a therapist?" I was like, "No, nah, that's cool." I, was like, I got like my my friend I was talking about earlier. I was like, "I know he'll always have my back. Like I'll always have his." That's like the one friend I've like that's one of the only friends I've ever like cried in front of or anything. It's like we actually used to not even like each other. (laughs) It it is crazy, but that's like, that's like my best friend. And it's like, like, as long as I just got like one person to talk to, I'll be fine. I mean, even if it's my mother, you know? Yeah. That's why like, like I said, I feel like being alone. Sometimes is just your best teacher. Like you find yourself, you can find yourself, even if it's hard. Like I've been just doing, trying to find what I like, and what makes me happy, like this whole quarantine, and it's like I realized my happiness depended on people. Like I, re- I relied on other people to make me happy, and it's like when you know, uh, like relationships and everything. Like a lot of people, they just depend on the other person to make them happy, like make them feel themselves. You know, and it's like when they leave, what are you gonna do? You know like all my life like, I've always lost like people I've always cared like it's so weird the ones I like I love the most they always end up leaving it's like or I just get distant from them so it's like I don't know it's just a different feeling it's like man like that took me like I took a lot out of me but it was like from like even now I'm just still working to get back to like the better my like better version of me yeah
1: man and I think imagine, you know, what you just said about losing people. And I and I, I started off from losing my father before I was even born. So when I started looking for where's father, where's daddy, right? And then to find out that he's not here, he's, I'm like, well, where's, I mean, he has a father. He has a, you know, so all those things that began to have, when you begin to like process those ideas, uh, I heard from one of my mentors in all my life say, um, some people come into your life for a reason, maybe just. To connect you with somebody else maybe they just came in your life just to tell you a message that you need to know like people you meet somewhere on in a vacation and then you don't see them ever again in your life right you meet them just for a reason some people you meet for a season like teachers like coaches like whatever you meet them for a season of your life right and some people you meet for a lifetime and i think that sometimes we we get we get stuck we think everybody's supposed to be in our life for a lifetime and, yeah. and when it doesn't happen we're like what happened but yeah. everyone's not going to be in your life for a lifetime. Some people are going to be in your life just for a reason, just to give you some nuggets, to plant some seeds in you, to give you some jewels, to help you in your future. And, yeah. and, and when I heard that, it really helped me to start. Like, like, my father existed in my life only to provide me. Like, he, he never walked me anywhere, took me anywhere, gave me a hug. He never gave me – he never – but yeah. he, if without him I wouldn't be here, right? So it's kind of like this idea that he was—he came, he was a part of my life for some reason, right? Just for that moment of conception, right? Here's your yeah. boy, right? And yeah, he didn't get to see me ever. And so I think yeah. you get those journeys of like, okay. And then when we, so when it happens, when we get relationships that happen and we're like, this is going to be forever. And we end up, and it ends up not being forever. We could get Feel really betrayed. It's like, wait, this was to be forever. Well, exactly. Every, every everyone is not everyone is not meant to be forever. It was for you to learn something, for you to get something, for you to experience something, and now you yeah. go as a better version of yourself to another relationship, right? And, and who knows, you know? I think uh, so. Yeah. Thanks for mentioning that because that's really powerful as well. You know. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I mean, like, what was that? I saw something. It was like a.
0: Oh, I mean. Honestly, like it's made me a better person, but at the same time, it's like made me have like doubts, a lot of doubts, like, like going on to another relationship. Like I've never, like, I haven't looked forward to that. Like, I don't look forward to that. Honestly, like I was, it's just like, I'm focusing on myself and people around me like that have stuck with me. So it's like, I don't know. The lesson that I learned is like, no matter how good you can treat someone, they can just turn their back right against you. It's like, but you can't do anything about it. Just, you got to live with it. And like you said, it's just betrayal. Like, it's just like, oh, you do so much for someone. Like, why would they even leave, you know? Yeah. And that's why, like, I don't know. I feel like love, that's like the worst thing. I feel like love can either be very good or love can be very bad at the same time.
1: Yeah. Imagine, I mean, I think the reason that love is so good is because the other side of it, is so the opposite right like yeah it's like if you never had a relationship ever you wouldn't know what it was like to to have if, if you did if you never had a relationship then when you lose it you wouldn't even know the difference right you are like oh were, yeah why is he complaining about losing a girlfriend is, i don't know what that feeling is like well because yeah you, you never felt the other side of it right where you feel exactly. like, oh my God, I don't want to hang up that. I don't want to hang up this line. No, so you hang up. Yeah. You hang up you do, right? All the stuff you do in those relationships. And then you're like, well, there's the other side of that. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think the journey of like, you know, right now is good. You got a plan. I'm taking care of me. I'm focusing on me. I'm focused on my goals. And to know that when the right time is right, the right time will be right, you know? Yeah. And you, no,
0: no. Yeah. I feel like, exactly. Like, would Love It comes to like, deal with the mass too like there's two sides of everything i feel like everybody has two sides like my friends like they'd be like oh just move on blah blah but it's like when you care for someone it's like moving on is just forgetting like good memories and stuff you know it's like i'm not gonna forget like moments where i felt like things were good Yeah. yeah so it's like it's not the easiest thing to just move on and just like yeah i don't know it's like i feel like with teens too it's like the mature aspect of it, like you just block each other or something. But like me, it's like, why are we blocking? And like, there's no reason for that. And it's yeah. like, you're trying to ignore me and give me all your life. I was like, I never did. Like me, and I know many other people who've been in that same position. And you're like, oh, I've never done anything wrong. Like, what's the point? You know, it's just like, I don't know. But it's like, it related to my past too, just mm-hmm. losing friends and everything. It's just like just seeing who's really there for you and who's not.
1: Yeah. Well, I wanna thank you for like helping other young men who who go through that, right? Because if you're a young man who um I was talking to a group of young men the other day and we were talking about relationships when they end, right? It's like mm-hmm. you had this opportunity to somebody wanted to know everything you had to say, everything you were going through. And yeah. when we get when we get that first opportunity. We like blah, let me tell you everything, exactly. right? Then what happens is sometimes they're like whoa that's a lot you know like there's <laughs> there's a there's a lot of that right and what happens sometimes is that we we never knew what it was like to somebody to hear us and yeah. then we, we because we had anything we didn't have anyone else in our life that we were sharing parts of ourselves with so we basically took this one person and poured all of it on that one person and that person was like whoa I'm feeling heavy it feels like too much yeah. and the, and, the, and, the, and the and with us we're like Oh, then I'm never telling anybody again. I'm never never opening my heart again. I'm never going to let anybody in again because it hurts too bad. And it wasn't that no one should be in. It was that we didn't know necessarily how to regulate because we may only have that one person that we could tell everything to. And we told that one person everything. And maybe that person wasn't really capable of handling everything. Yeah. And so I think Uh, that when we began to spread out we got our, our group of men over here or young men that we can talk to and like really just get, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm dealing with. And then we got yeah. these people, these things with, and we begin to have a mixture of places that we can be more of ourselves, and knowing that not just one person is ever meant to carry it all. Right. Exactly. They may, they may, they may be willing and they may say, tell me everything. <laughs> tell, I want to hear everything about you. And then yeah. maybe they, may they may mean it. But because they don't know what they're going to get, they don't know how heavy that rock was, right? They, they think yeah. that, oh, some little rocks. And then you get you get one and you're like, whoa, that's actually, that's heavy. You know? yeah. yeah.
0: No, I mean, yeah, I've never, like, put anything, like, everything on someone. I've never, that's the thing, like even, like, even my ex-girlfriend, she didn't really know anything about, like, what happened outside of school. It was just, like, you know, we didn't talk about it. So, like, yeah. they didn't. There's nothing that I could have, like, I didn't open up about anything to, like, that video mm. that I posted. And, like, Got even it. before, I wouldn't really, like I said, I didn't try to bring other people down. It was, like, I would put on a mask, and I would just be, like, man, like, hopefully these people can just get, like, a good time out of me or something, you know? Yeah. Just, like, yeah. if anything ever happens to me or something, it's just, I hope people just can say cool things or, like, I inspire them to do something.
1: Yeah, but think about that part. I mean, I I, said, I, didn't, I didn't know how much you, I didn't. I was making a, just a generality about that statement. But imagine that, like, if you were in a relationship and that person only knew like twenty percent of you, or thirty mm-hmm. percent of you, or say fifty percent of you, but there was half of yourself that you were not able to, you didn't feel comfortable sharing. Imagine how that makes the relationship really difficult too, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like. After, like, the breakout, I just looked back and I was like, man, like, it's, like, a bunch of, like, regrets, but, like, I could have done something to make something better, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, it's just, I just got people that are around me now, and I know that I'm going to do whatever I can to help them out. Yeah. And if they were to come to me, like, I'm just, I'm a very open person. I love talking to people, like, especially, especially like, deep conversations, like, I can go hours on hours talking to someone. Awesome! And it's just like, as long as I'm helping them, like, man, I'm in it for the ride. Like I'm in it for the long run.
1: That's beautiful, man. Well, thank you for being that way. Thank you for being yeah. that way. And I also just want to invite you, make sure that you have a place that you can do that for yourself. Right. Yeah. Cause exactly. when, we, when, we, when, we like, when we like to help others, when we like to give, we could be, and I'm that. I'm. I, I know it because I'm that kind of way, right? I love helping, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm. I don't say worth, but I feel like I don't want to bother people to get help I need.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's how I've become too. Yeah. So Maybe I want to you the know, whole, like.
1: Yeah. So no, keep going. Keep going.
0: Oh no, that's where like the whole point, like, where it's just like focusing on myself first before. I can go help other people, you know? It's like, yeah. like, I really love myself before I can go and help other people out with their situations. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, that's been my main focus for like the past like three, four months. Good. So just like focusing on myself and being able to get like new hobbies and stuff. And hopefully like I can find happiness through like doing it, like making the first video, like it made me happy. It made me happy to see, like, people were inspired. And honestly, like, it was just the other side where the overwhelming situations, everything just took from it. But it's like, man, like, that sense where, like, people were coming to me, telling me their stories. Like, I couldn't ask for, like, something better. It was, like, it was crazy.
1: Right on. Man, am that's beautiful. And congratulations, and I'm very proud of you. And I'm glad to know you, man. Yeah, thank I mean, you. We, We've only just begun, so I'm excited yeah. that you're going to be leading the charge at your school and helping a, more than a thousand other students also experience the idea of like sharing their mask. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be phenomenal. I'm excited about what to see where you're going next, um, and I'm excited to be on the journey as long as as long as the season needs to be. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm
0: excited too. Right on. I feel like like as long as we can change people's lives, that's all that matters. Right on. Is
1: there anything else you want to say before? I mean, I think that's a good spot. I think we hit a good, I guess a good piece. Yeah,
0: I mean, no, I mean, just make sure check up on your loved ones, check up on your friends, you know. People that smile the most could be battling the most. You never know, especially with the mask on. You know, and even with the physical mask, I can't tell what someone's facial expression is. Like, it's so hard to see. So, like, that's what the whole video is going to be, like, How we already hide behind a mask, but now there's a secondary mask and it's a physical one. So like, if I'm laughing, like you can't even tell. Like you just see my eyes. I mean, maybe my eyes will squint a little bit, you know. But like, there's nothing to see that much, like especially without having to see every like facial feature and everything. Man,
1: that's dude! I can't wait to see what you create. I'm so juiced about that. That is so exciting. Hopefully,
0: be coming out. I would say hopefully at the end of this week. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm about to shoot. I'm shooting an interview today about awesome. like about my best friend, actually, like how he's dealt with putting on a mask and everything. Mm. So it should be out, I would say, this week.
1: Oh, end man. Week. Oh, man. I can send exciting. you the
0: link, too. I'll send you the link.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be great. Well, we once 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 we by the time this airs we will make sure that we'll have it in the in the, in the show notes we'll have okay. a video in the show notes and we'll share any other place you want people to contact you follow you um, we'll get that in there and um, I'm, I'm excited for you man I'm really excited for you I have a feeling um, just a feeling that that you are taking this and making making it really meaningful not only in your life but also in the lives of others and that's that's a voice that you know. You have you have a platform, an opportunity, and I'm excited yep. that you're using it that way. So keep Thank it up, you. keep I it will. up right on. Well, folks, you know, I just want to say I'm so glad that Justin joined us in this conversation. We literally started chatting over the last week, and then we were like, Man, you should I should have you on the show. And he was like, Okay, how about today? I'm like, All right, how about in an, an hour? So we pulled yep. this together really quick. I am so thankful for him, I am so appreciative. Of him being able to share some of his heart with us today. And, um, you know, we're going to make sure that um, you have a way of following him. How about um, you? I, if people want to follow you in like social media, what, what's the best way to them to follow you? How can they?
0: Um, on Instagram. My Instagram is justin.odom, O D O M underscore. Or you could even go to my YouTube channel. It's Justin Relates. So it's J U S T I N R E L A T E S. And that's basically where I'll be posting the mask video and it'll be other videos just to hopefully help people with their mental health and just share stories around.
1: Boom. That's it. All that needs to be said. We will put all those notes in the show notes. So you'll be able to click on it and reach out to him and just follow his work. I'm really proud of the work he's doing. And I look forward to you being a part of the million mask movement and knowing that you are not alone. That if you're feeling like you're not talking about it and you don't have anybody Go on our website, make a mask, look at some other masks of people in maybe your city, your age group, your gender, like wherever, but don't do it alone. And we're excited that we get to have conversations like this with young people, adults all over the world. And we look forward to you being a part of these conversations as well. Thank you so much. And thank you, Justin, for being with us today. If what you heard today you enjoyed, if you've listened to this and you found something inspiring, please like and subscribe this podcast. That's the best way for someone to uh, find this podcast, maybe like you did. Uh, please tell someone about it. If you know listen to some of our previous episodes and if one of them rings out to you, please share it with somebody you know. Uh, we also invite people to join us in a face-to-face where they come together with another person to make a mask and talk about that mask together. There's short conversations, about 20, 30 minutes. So if that's something that's interesting to you, please uh, send us a message, send us in the comments below, let us know that you're interested in that. And we look forward to you joining the movement of the Million Mask Movement. And check out our new shirt. I don't know if you can can see it, but this is our new shirt, the Million Mask Movement. And so uh, we'll have these soon available, uh, but we look forward to you being a part of the movement and supporting our work. Uh, Please consider supporting the work that we do in Ever Forward and in the work that we do in the Million Mask Movement to let people around the world realize that they're not alone. Thank you.